Sign fuck. We straight gassing, cutting straight to the bricks. Ha ha. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. We smoking runts. Shorty got a BBL, took that shit out because she couldn't run. I had to do it for them to snipe. I went Judge Judy on that pussy snipe. I'm not loyal to anybody. I'm a demon. I have no loyalty for anyone. Never, never did, never will. Shorty chose to be with a demon. Mm. Sounds like her problem to me. Ha ha. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. My money longer than James Cameron. On and off the court, straight fundamentals, no funny business. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. Nothing like Dracula. We get it back in blood. You see it, I really did this. I'm really him. Flipped a whole brick into an empire. Stop playing with me. I have no sympathy. I live for this shit. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. I'm nice with it. Ha ha. My money long, my pockets deep. No pocket watching me in these parts. We straight gas and cutting straight to the bricks <laughs> beautiful what a fantastic oh, reading of dracula flow you, you. <laughs> uh, amazing is that the og yeah that's the, that's the original dracula flow <laughs> <laughs> the original yeah. once again for, for context for those lacking context it, this is a gentleman who accosts various uh, what appear to be strangers and dresses them in stage makeup and, and costumes and has them read outlandish quotes and what can only be described as sick bars. It reminds me too of a of a rap that someone made as as a response to a video where someone purchased a large quantity of mylar bags that he assumed were full of marijuana. Now, when he opened the mylar baggies, he discovered baked beans inside. <laughs> and some of my favorite bars are in there. It's a you really just got bean-boozled. You need a tool to get your get back called Toodle. Who the hell put beans in the Mylar? How he ain't know it was beans in the Mylar. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. Uh, Pinto in the baggie. You thought it was gassy. A little bit of hunts. You thought it was runts. Finessed by a bitch. <laughs> beans in the bag. Cool. <laughs> Lock your number real smooth. Now you're feeling like a fool. <laughs> I love how he, like, instantly he became the villain of that entire situation, not the girl who sold him fake weed, thinking it was like beans and bags. <laughs> like everyone universally clowned on him. <laughs> Dude, what a legendary internet moment. I'll never forget. I was there. I was there. I sold him the. No, I, I sold him that, the beans. How has your week been, guys? I was about to ask the same thing, Malcolm. That's been good. It's been good. You know, just you know, just uh, going on uh, living, going on living. I'm still, I'm trying to figure out because I keep seeing it on Twitter. Why this like pr- like promotional image of Kevin James from King of the Queens has now become a meme all of a sudden? You're obsessed. <laughs> I can explain. All right. I, I can explain. I've seen this a few different variations of people where they see it from. Now, the version I heard is that someone went to an AMC and asked them for their newest collectible cup, and they came back with a Kevin James King of Queens cup that says, stop squeezing my belly. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, I think that's where it might have started. Was, if that's where it started, incredible. Because I also, I don't know if that's true. That interaction, <laughs> and if the person just had this cup from like the I don't know early two thousands, and it was just like, oh, here's this thing I put online, and then people went back 
and we're like, this man can't do anything wrong. It's like that um, that picture of oh, who who the fuck is that guy? It's not Chris Rock. Uh, Kevin, the you know works with the Rock. What's his name? Kevin. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin yeah. Hart. You know that that image of Kevin Hart going around for a long time where he was just standing, you know, real proper, trying to look very handsome. Yeah, yeah, because it was like at his wedding, and they was like specifically, wasn't it specifically because like the cameraman like made him look really tall, even though his like wife is a foot and a half <laughs> taller than him. Yeah, it's, it's that one. <laughs> yeah, even his kids are taller than him. Like that's the other thing. I think Kevin Hart can't possibly be taller than Danny DeVito. Oh, so what? Five six, five eight. Danny DeVito is 5'1". Kevin Hart is 5'2". Yes! Okay, so it is. They're basically the same size. They're basically the same height. I bet he fudged an inch, too. I would not be surprised. So I just watched a video uh, earlier today uh, because I'm in like a basketball wormhole as the new basketball season starts. There was an interview. Like Kevin Hart has like a Hot One-style show. It's like Cold Plunge or whatever, where he and like someone else do a cold plunge and then do questions. It's that thing of like athletes that were like i it's a it's a joe rogan thing where joe rogan like was being like oh you know if you want to recover if you want to be better if you want to get stronger you got to do an eight minute cold plunge and so he had a basketball player by the name of jason tatum who plays for the celtics on it, at one point jason tatum is like hey so i got this jersey for you uh if you want to like try it on and then he puts it on the jersey fits perfectly and then jason tatum reveals he's like oh that's my son's jersey my oh. son is four years old. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fucking savage. Say what you will, but uh, Danny DeVito could body Kevin Hart. Absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. I think, I think the Danny DeVito has a weak jaw, a glass jaw. I think that Kevin Hart no, lands a couple dude. of sucker punches on Danny DeVito and it's lights Danny out. Danny DeVito is unstoppable for us. Right? Have you, we've all seen the clip from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in which he comes out of a couch naked and comes covered in what is oh best described as lube how does <laughs> like, that best make him a fighter it doesn't uh, because <laughs> just I, he's a fucking madman he's a wild if, card i mean if, if i were gonna make a bet and i there was like a slim like one in one thousand chance that danny devito uh would tear open kevin hart's neck with his teeth i'd make that bet i'd put five on that just in case there's a whole video on danny devito when he was doing a play on broadway in which he describes how he in the play i guess he has to eat, like every production, a boiled egg, like a hard-boiled egg. And he just has a video in which how he like goes about it and like opens up and eats a hard-boiled egg. It's insane how he does it. He's like cracking it. He's eating shells. He's just like, you guys got to get in there. I'm like, again, this man could, will body Kevin Hart. He's hard as nails. For like a 70-year-old man, he's pretty damn hard. I don't like that whatsoever. I don't like the idea of him eating a boiled egg through its shell. <laughs> Well, it's a thing, and it's a real thing. I, what do you mean it's a thing? It's not a thing. You don't. You're not supposed to eat the shell. It doesn't matter if it's like completely shelled or anything like that. If it's time to eat it, he's gonna eat it. I fucking hate hard boiled eggs. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, thanks for reminding me that this curse is just floating out there, Malcolm. <laughs> There's genuinely nothing worse than a hard boiled egg. I just like soft boiled or nothing. If I have a hard boiled egg, I will only eat the whites. What? what? The whites are the worst part of a hard-boiled egg. What do you mean you'll only eat the whites? It's the best part. Are you fucking kidding me? Best for you, yeah, but the yeah, yolk in the hard-boiled egg is delicious. If your cholesterol's a little high, just fucking eat a bunch of egg whites. 
How about this? Do you like deviled eggs? Do you like deviled eggs? Do you like deviled eggs? That is a contention with me and my family. <laughs> okay, my family are obsessed with deviled eggs. If there are deviled eggs in the house, they are gone. Like they cannot <laughs> exist within my family's house without somebody like we are basically sneaking. It's cutthroat. It's like a game of fucking survivor. We are sneaking around each other to eat the most deviled eggs and just leave one left. So we never have the last one. <laughs> so we never not an asshole, but there will always be one in the fridge. And I am the like, I, I, they're okay. <laughs> My family are obsessed with them. And they're like, yeah, they're okay. You, so it's, you don't like it. You're the one who's like, I don't want to be a part of this shit. Yeah. Or, if anything happens, like it'll be like, they will cut throw game of Thrones, fucking cut around each other in order to eat all the devil, the most devil eggs out of anyone. And then there will be one left. And I'm like, I guess I'll eat it. Wow. Okay. So you are, what you're saying is you're the black sheep of your family for not eating the devil eggs. Cause now if I had known that if, if at the wedding, I would have gone out of my way to get, procure some deviled eggs. There was a conversation about having deviled eggs at the wedding and it was decided that we best not. Oh my God. We best not that. put that evil on us. I could have gone for a deviled egg while I was there. You, they would be gone. They wouldn't have made it out of the house. I mean, I like a good deviled egg. I'm uh, you know, like I enjoy it. Like at a party, my mom usually makes some deviled eggs, but yeah, to be like, we're sneaking around and like playing like mind games with each other to eat deviled eggs is kind of insane. Yeah, and just lying to each other's faces about how many we've had. But instead of a hard-boiled egg, it just has to be a soft-boiled egg. Soft-boiled eggs are fucking disgusting. Fuck you. The inside has to be gooey or else I, like, I'm just like, nah. Nasty, you have to revert to your cum-drinking sensibilities. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's got that goo. He wants that goo. Yeah, I want that goo. Oh, the feeling of hot goo sliding down my throat. Mm, delicious. Ladies, if it's not gooey, I don't want it. <laughs> Ladies. Oh, hold on. I got breaking news. Commander, a purebred German shepherd, bit a secret security officer around 8 p.m. on Monday. The officer was treated by medical personnel, according to a Secret Service spokesman. So, yeah, Commander. What the, the fuck are you doing actual news for when we do that? <laughs> Joe bit? Biden's dog. I mean, have you have we talked about Joe yeah, Biden's dog? Commander, Commander like before? I would know his fucking Robert, name. Is it Joe Robert. Biden's dog? You should have led with that. Robert. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. You're not as tied into the news cycle. I'm sorry. Oh no. yeah, that's it. I'm not as tied <laughs> in. I'm not. I'm not plugged into the news cycle. No. So Commander uh, has been. So for context, Commander is a German Shepherd uh, that the Bidens adopted, like in the first few months of when they became president, or when he became president, and he's just been biting Secret Service members like for like months at a time. Just keeps on doing it. Also, you know what? We have to say this right now. Whoever gave, like, listen, Joe Biden is in his 80s. We have stop allowing people in their 80s to adopt pets. Yeah. Quick, quick yeah, take true. on this, Malcolm. I think that that dog probably has a better life than you or I since he has a place at the formal dining table and Joe Biden thinks he's a person. Okay. Well, that's not he true. thinks he's the Secretary of Defense. Commander, is there anything I can get you, Mr. President? <laughs> he's the Commander in Chief. Mr. President, I think you should sign that deal to give the Ukrainians more more air support. And I think I think you should send some more Toyota trucks to the Middle East. <laughs> he's, he's all of a sudden we're supporting ISIS in the proxy war. I, I have a German shepherd. He's only ever really gone after one person that I know of. And it's a mechanic friend of mine who is just disliked by German shepherds, as I'm finding out. 
he went away for the weekend to California to see a friend who has another German Shepherd, and that German Shepherd also tried to get crazy with him. Anyway, I, yeah, I mean, that was one of those things I was weirdly proud of, like a number of years ago when I had I had an old uh, an Akita Chow mix. I think he might have also had a bit of Jindo in him as well. Uh, but he was Kuma, the Akita Chow mix. Wonderful, wonderful dog. And you'd think like, you know, he's he's kind of a scary looking dog, even though he was ancient, even when I he was pretty old when I got him. And he just he was the least racist dog I've ever had in my life. He loved black people. I was going to joke and say that <laughs> is your big, is your bragging point that he wasn't racist. But seriously, Robert, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog that hated fucking like hated people with hats, but loved black people. This dog was invited to the block party. Exactly. He was part. He was invited to the cookout. Uh, it was supposed to be cookout. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, Malcolm. Oh, went out for my buddy Malcolm here. Oh, oh no. He, he, his invite just got rescinded. It is reminded this one time I went to uh, of my friend's uh, house, and she invited she invited me to like her aunt's house for a dinner. It was a, a Congolese meal, and then they insisted that I eat two pounds of chicken wings as they watched. <laughs> he they was like, go, white boy, go, go, white boy, go. Yeah, I was, yeah, I basically I was eating chicken wings and uh, drinking guava juice, and then like every time I'd be like, I'm good. They're like, you should eat more. <laughs> like no, they're was, just like hovering around you. It's just like, yes, eat more. <laughs> I have a few things that I want to talk about. All right, at the top of it. I'd like to uh, congratulate the Cardinals for sending the Cowboys fans home early this year. Y'all don't come back. You hear? Uh, I'm sick of you rude and surly assholes on my 51 southbound heading to Glendale. And another thing, if you're in the arena that the Cardinals play in, I understand that you were the fan favorite before they were established, but please stop starting fights with Cardinals fans in their own arena. I don't care how far you drove to get to Glendale. It's just rude. And third of all, you can kiss my ass, bird gang, protect the nest. Thank you. <laughs> what is... You know, Robert, it's come to my attention that, uh, that you didn't have a segment ready either, did you? <laughs> I mean, we haven't even been able to get there that far, yeah. Get there, he says. There's I mean, I guess that comes with the, the question, how do you feel about bald women? How do you feel about paper bags? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, all you need is a plunger and you can still pull their hair. I wish there was a way to like verbally communicate that picture of Kevin James. I forgot that Kevin James's real brother, who goes by the stage name Gary Valentine, played his, his brother on the show. Oh, man, it is just Frasier. <laughs> this is just this is you know what? This is blue collar Frasier. And that's why I like it more. I, I am reminded of that one uh, sitcom that kind of untimely canceled the Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. And the oh. fact that James Vanderbeek played himself in that show. Holy fuck, you watched that? Oh, I fucking love that shit, actually. I was, it was such a bad, uh, it's bad, but it's good. I remember seeing the ads for that and being like, oh, this looks just awful. I don't know. I guess like Community and like um, Arrest Development are those two kinds of shows where they like everyone when they first start in it weren't like huge stars, but pretty much every single person in it have just, has just like blown up completely. Yeah. Robert, what was that thing about Chevy Chase saying? I uh, <laughs> think you know this. I don't think he meant it to sound as racist as it did. Well, when he's trying to beat the allegations. It's certainly not helping his case. What do he say? He was just like, 
I really didn't like having to work with quote unquote those people or something like that. Here's the thing that's so crazy about Chevy Chase still shitting on community is that like community is and Dan Harmon is responsible for basically like the entirety of the MCU right now, like all the no, like self-referential. No, 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 yes, no, I'm yes, fucking, that is a Joss Whedon thing. Yeah, Joss no, Whedon did that, that years Dan before Dan Harmon did that. No, I'm going to say, listen, we're not giving credit to Joss Whedon because fuck that guy. But, um, true. But the people I'm would good. say the same about Dan Harmon. I'm sorry. They, yeah, Dan that guy Harmon never wrote a line that was like, and yeah, that just happened. Um, he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you watch, like, if you look at, like, the screenwriters for a lot of these, like, recent, the last, like, five, six years, MCU movies and TV shows, they all have credits on either Community or Rick or Morty. That's where yeah. they find them. Either right? Rick or Morty. It's not where they find them. It's just because the Russo brothers basically took over the SMCU. Yeah, and they used to run a fucking production company, Dan Harmon. It's a, t- it's a different fucking thing. And yeah, that's one of those matter. things. I saw the yeah. internet. I saw the argument on Twitter. The basic thing that I pretty much decided or I came away with it was... <laughs> Is that I I came away with it was that fucking everyone doesn't sound like Dan Harmon. Everyone sounds like they're trying to do Dan Harmon and doing it poorly. And I don't even like Rick and Morty. I like the first two seasons and everything after that was shit. You you watched the entire first two seasons of that show. Yeah, I didn't get all the way through the second. I I and then I watched some stuff like episodes with like certain guest stars where I was just like interested to see how they would show up. I haven't watched it in ages and I like couldn't care. I, I got it. I found like Justin Roiland's humor to be grating at a certain point. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's that, that no, kind totally of agree. like fake improvise. Like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, it's I'm not even oh a fake improvise quality. It's literally just like, I'm so much smarter than everyone else. Everyone is, is beneath me. I'm a nihilist, you know, you're not, burping up, you're not burping enough. Look, it's really hard to do on command. I have esophagus issues now. Oh, just, just to, to quote this deadline Hollywood uh, article. Uh, Chevy Chase says community wasn't funny enough for me and he didn't want to be surrounded or he didn't want to be quote unquote surrounded by dot 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 those people. Yeah, I don't know how else you could possibly take it when it's phrased like that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's that's my it. <laughs> do you think he actually put the ellipses in himself? He's just like, make sure you put ellipses. Absolutely. Those not. People. Yeah, they're probably not. I mean, it's he's like the only actor who's not coming back for the community movie either. They killed him off, and like, and then they were like, "We're not trying to find a way to bring him." Back. Not, not only did they kill him, but like, spoilers, uh, they he canonically masturbated himself to death. <laughs> That's the way I want Chevy Chase. You, did you guys ever watch a Chevy Chase movie that wasn't Caddyshack? Uh, Family Vacation. Uh, yeah, Vacation. Yeah, National Lampoons. Okay, National yeah. Lampoons. My exposure to him. Oh, and I also watched Fletch. Uh, I watched Fletch. Fletch is good. Never watched. I Fletch. saw. Um, Spies Like Us. You guys ever see Spies Like Us before? No. <laughs> What's that? Uh, no. It's it's where that doctor joke comes from, where a doctor is like, doctor, and the other one shakes his hand. He's like, doctor, oh, doctor you know? Doctor, doctor, Yeah, the, the joke that was overused it's when we were in high school. That that movie is known for. It is it is like a weird feel good. It's like a feel-good comedy about two fuck-ups being spies in the Soviet Union. And I think they saved the day by having sex with the women protecting the mobile SAM site. I do. This does sound familiar. Oh, it's John Landis. Oh, man. John Landis. 
Yeah, no, that's a that's a character. I, I met him. Did I have I ever talked about meeting John Landis on this podcast? I don't think you have. No. Got to make it on the list if it's not. If not, fucking Sasha can just cut it the fuck out. Sasha, did he talk about meeting John Landis? No. Thank you. So yeah, I um, when I was a, uh, a kid, when I was fourteen or fifteen, I went down to uh, Disneyland with my dad and then my like dad's best friend and like my dad's best friend's like wife and then my brother. And we, it was around my br- dad's birthday. We do like a whole Disneyland day. And then my um, my dad's like best friend, uh, who I'll just call um, Howard because that's his name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is Howard. And his social security number too. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, so I'm in this documentary. Malcolm, I know you love movies. Like where there's like a like test screening of it on like the Disney lot. Do you want to go watch the test screening for it? And I go, okay. I don't know what it is. And then he's like, tells me, he's like, oh, it's about this like famous stand-up comedian named Don Rickles. And again, I was like, I don't know who Don Rickles is at this point. Yeah, he's the guy who pooped himself on the late show. Yeah, initially, I'm so excited. I get on the, the lot, you know, I'm there, like go to the cafeteria, like we got there early. You know, I'm just there. There's the cast of Cold Case, the CBS show, just eating lunch. Uh, we go through the, um, this is, it tells you it's from, the, this is 2000s. Uh, at some point, we also, before the screening, meet up with these writers, uh, these screenwriters, and they're like old guys. Fourteen year room with like fifty and six year old men who are just like, yes, the the economy, the sitcom economy. <laughs> yeah, no, these guys are like, yeah, we wrote on the like on Mash. Like their whole thing was talking about like the glory days of writing for Mash. <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs> uh, and then they they tell this long story about how like all the writers on Mash the final season like had like a coin toss about who would get credit and who wouldn't. Because there was like a limit to how many people would get credited. And they were talking about how they got credited so they didn't have to work for like three years. And so I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. So then finally we go to the documentary screening. And I, again, I was like thinking like, oh, it's a documentary. This, like, who's going to be there? And it's like, turns out it's John Landis. He directed the documentary. The documentary is called Mr. Warmth, the Don Rickles Project. And then immediately as I walk in, he looks at Howard and goes, hey, Howard, you fucking cocksucker. Come here and give me a hug. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that Hollywood welcome. <laughs> and, then, and then he looks at me and goes like, and I go like, oh, it's like, I just like say he's like my, you know, he goes, he's like, oh, it's my nephew, like my Howard does. And then I just goes, then Howard, John Lance looks at me and goes, ah, oh, yeah, your, your uncle, he's a real fucking cocksucker, isn't he? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like what is happening? Oh, and, it, and then like, it's just like that uncomfortable laugh. And then I realized like we're in this small like, like editing room. Go watch the documentary. There's like a couple of like random like directors and stuff who are there. I remember meeting this director named Adam Rifkin, and he had just because I, mean, I was a kid, he had just written the Chevy Chase movie Zoom. So he did this movie with Tim Allen called uh, and Courtney Cox called uh, Zoom. And Adam Rifkin, I remember looking at me, and again, I was would have been at that age, and you would have been at that age, uh, Harper, because it's. It was for your for your demographic at the time. My mom thought, um, "Oh my God," was a swear word, so I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so the whole point of this is that I remember Adam Rifkin looking at me and being like, "Did you see Zoom? Like, what did you think of Zoom?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't. I didn't like." I was, was like, fucking, "No." <laughs> I was like, uh, and then he and he got so he was like looked so like defeated. He was like, "Oh." I was like, why do you care if I saw this fucking movie? You know, like I was just at that point where like I was starting. That's when I was like about to get into the saw phase. <laughs> like that was like, oh, yeah, this is what did it. 
You know, like I was just like, I was trying to do more adult things. I'm like, yeah, nothing more adult than murder. <laughs> I, I remember I, at that point in my uh, time, I'd been like, yeah, I watched Goodfellas. <laughs> like, I was like, even though I would like not watch Goodfellas. I, again, I was probably watching King of Queens and like, you know, everybody loves Raymond. But yeah, I, I just remember that and then just being like, what the fuck? And then they all just started smoking around me. Great story. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to hanging out with the, the comedy good old boys. But I just wanted to throw that out there just because, like, let's be, let's remind ourselves that John Landis is responsible for the death of ch- two children yes, and he is. Vic Morrow. Whoa. And, and his son, Max Landis, uh, is a piece of shit. So. And not even, like, like, a fucking horrific death, like, via helicopter, for Christ's sakes. That's what, you know, is that, that's a, isn't that a way to go out? You're like, uh, you don't even know it. You're like, I'm filming a movie, and then just like, boop. No, and you're like you're up in the. Heavens. I'd like to leave some remains for my family to to actually look at, <laughs> to kind of process that. The great news is the remains we have were captured on celluloid. How do you say that word? Celluloid. Yes, and you know, and then they can they can rewatch it for their uh, over and over. It's just like, oh yeah, that was Aunt Casey. <laughs> just who? Which, by the way, I didn't realize Chevy Chase is not his real name. Is what is his real name? His um, his real name Cornelius Crane Chase. Because Chevy Chase is the name of several towns, and it's like a neighborhood in Washington D.C. It's Chase, but Chevy. He just decided because there were towns in the name, and it's like it's like yeah. the writer Gary Indiana, who had never been to Gary Indiana when he decided that was going to be a pseudonym. Yeah, like it's be like if one of you had a pseudonym and you decided to have it be uh, Chandler, Arizona. And I've been to Chandler. How is Chandler? It's nothing. It's there's. It's just shopping malls and roads. That's it. It's, it's like what do you fucking Arizona. think most of Arizona fucking looks like? I don't know. Is there a raising canes? Yes. Probably. <laughs> Probably. You know what they say? There's got to be one raising canes uh, per. Uh, you know, per, per square six, mile, yeah, in, in yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, you know, we you can't have medical care, but you, we can uh, put an IV in, and then you can have that cane sauce, yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Inject that yeah, cane I would sauce. suck dick for a caniac combo the way I like it. <laughs> Some guys say twenty dollars is twenty dollars, but the caniac the way I get it is twenty two eighty two, and that's got to be worth something. Extra sauce. <laughs> At least, at least two extra sauces. They're really stingy with the fucking sauces, dude. A buck twenty-five a piece for a little, little extra cane sauce. Yeah, I was kind of like, it was like a buck fifty for an extra Texas toast. Now, like, what the fuck? Yeah, you got to sub out the coleslaw to get an extra Texas toast. That's what you got to do. You really should be able to sub out the fries for like five more sauces because the fries fucking suck. Yeah, the fries aren't that good. Like the crinkle fries. They're, they're crinkle not... fries, but they're soggy at the same time. I don't know if anyone's gonna actually to like like I don't know. Canes is Canes is good, but so I don't think we have Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. You put them head to head with like In and Out Burger, though. Well, fries specifically. Any any part of fucking Canes. Canes makes chicken fingers. In and Out makes burgers. In and Out has good french fries and you can order them in a variety of ways. Kane has french fries that you wish you could throw away. I got to I'm just saying this right now. In-N-Out does not have good french fries. They have you can you get watch them them cut the fucking edible. potatoes right there. What are you talking about? Yeah, that doesn't about make them good. good. It just makes them fresher, less cooked. I don't fucking believe this. Look, they're they're just shoestring fries, right? What's wrong with them? They're not salty enough for you? They're just 
not that good. I mean, yeah, I'd add What's salt if I want to add salt. They're just, they get, they get soggy quickly. They're just, they don't have that much it's flavor. because you fucking, you fat fuck. You, you like pile them <laughs> under three spreads. That's why they get soggy quick. I just want a fucking, if I'm going to have fries from in and out, I'm only going to have manual style. This is like the worst fucking conversation we've what? had in a while. This is not going anywhere. This yeah, is going you, exactly where I wanted to. You admitting that you're wrong about In-N-Out French fries. You don't like animal style? He does. He only gets some animal style. He says that any other way is wrong. And to be fair, he's correct. But saying that the fries get soggy when you order them animal style is just insane. No, no, I'm not saying the fries get soggy when you order animal style. They get soggy and dry when you just don't have the animals and when they're just normal. How long are you letting the fries chill there? I fucking, I eat, okay, that is a good question. Do you eat your fries before your burger or your burger before your fries? Look, if I'm on my way home and I'm hungry, I'm hungry enough to go to an In-N-Out, I'm eating the french fries on the way home. That's just how it is. I can't eat, I can't eat in the car. I can't, I've never been able to. Everything gets too greasy. I'm a, I'm a messy boy. You've never been able to eat in the car? He's never been able to eat in the car. He can't get over his fear. What is your fear? His fear that he'll fucking die in a, a terrible fireball if he drives with one hand, apparently. That is true. I am like I'm a bold hands on the wheel. You say everything is too good. Robert, do you? I don't think you've you've driven because you've lived in California for so long. What do you mean you don't eat them in the car? You're in an Uber. You can eat the fucking fries in the backseat of the Uber. I'm not gonna get an Uber just to go to In and Out. <laughs> that's expensive. Yeah, that's a, that's a really expensive trip to In and Out. Like, yes, driver, please take me to the In and Out. Yeah, it's kind of like a fucking. Uh, Living in America type deal. What's the name of that movie? The Eddie Murphy joint? Oh. Dan Aykroyd. Trading uh, Places. Trading Places, yeah. The other Eddie Murphy joint, though, coming to America. Yeah. There was the, you're thinking of, uh, are you thinking where he comes like in, as in like an African king yeah, to like Harlem? prince coming to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, they made a sequel to that fairly recently. That sucks. They did, yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, oh, cast is back. Did, did either of you watch that? Coming, coming back to America. To, yeah, I think it's coming to America, like with the number two. Ugh, C-U-M-M-I-N-G. <laughs> coming to America. I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis reprises her role, does she not? Was she in the first one? Yeah. It would shock me if she did. Eddie Murphy, I can see doing it. Yeah, don't worry. Are we talking about another John Landis movie? Absolutely. Yeah, oh another quick sidebar. Uh, well, actually, no. Is that that's uh, Coming to America doesn't have Jamie Lee Curtis in it, which is the other one I'm thinking of. Was uh, that Trading Places? Yeah, I'm thinking of Trading Places. I get those yeah, two mixed up all the time because they're both Eddie Murphy movies where yeah. he comes to New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and they're both directed by John Landis. Um, are they both John Landis movies? <laughs> Jesus Christ, John Landis. Yeah. Make some different movies, please. <laughs> Well, Listen. he tried making a different movie, and three people died. <laughs> yes, sir. We were on to something the whole time. I knew there was greatness just at yeah. the bottom of that. <laughs> God oh, damn that it. is so fucking good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sidebar further. Is Wesley Snipes dead yet? No, he's still alive. Is, what, what's his deal? Why isn't he in everything? Well, because he, he was the only actor ever convicted of tax evasion, which is crazy. That's not true. Uh, Who uh, else was it? What's her Russell name? Russell Crowe almost got God, I thought. Martha Stewart. No, she got hit by uh, for insider trading is what she got hit by. It's sort of the same. Actually, hilariously enough, 
Wesley Snipes like last like couple of movies are like he was in Coming to America, like the sequel. And then, <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then he was also in that Eddie Murphy movie, uh, Dolomite is my name, which is actually really good. It's a great movie. I, yeah, uh, I, I, so, I recommend that. Uh, and then he was in a was he in Daddy Daycare. No, I mean that would have really made funny. that would have made a lot of sense. No, he was in uh, True Story, which is that like uh, I guess drama that Kevin Hart did, where he was like playing a version of He's himself. He's trying to prove that he could Adam Sandler. Yeah, he can't Adam Sandler. Can't I'm sorry, not. Kevin Hart, you're too short. No one can take you seriously. Yeah. And, and you are the Rock's thing. backpack. That's all you are. That's all you are. The craziest thing about the Kevin Hart movie or like this TV show. Is that um, he just is in the show. They just call him kid. He's like, ah, oh, kid's back in town. That's not going to help you. That's not going to help you have someone take you seriously, Kevin. Yeah, Jesus. I'm, not, I'm never going to take Kevin Hart seriously in the first place, though. So it doesn't really matter what they call him. They could call him Petunia. And I'm going to be like, yeah, that's Kevin Hart. That's Kevin Hart right there. I think the, whole, the whole story is about like Kevin Hart plays kid, a famous comedian and rising screen actor. And he like is like a big the like he does like you know stadiums and he's like hugely uh, famous and then Wesley Snipes plays his older brother who's like a failed entrepreneur and trying to like bring him down and then it's like this drama it's like a drama between like these two guys where it's like I don't know a failed entrepreneur because you know that's an actual job now <laughs> boys boys on 3 we say Wesley Snipes greatest role the name of the movie together ready one, two, two three. Blade. Majorly. Blade. Blade. Oh, Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. You said Blade? I said Blade. No, yeah, I said Blade. As well. Blade Blade's good, but I liked him so much in Major League. I feel like he took uh, like the Blade role like a little bit too seriously, and it kind of like rubbed some people the wrong way. And so we got like, it's what it's that thing with Daniel Radcliffe. In order to break out of being Harry Potter, he had to do a bunch of weird roles. But but Wesley Snipes never really did that. He never really escaped Blade as as a role. It's hard for actors, and once they get into those roles, to be anything but those. Like, Chris Evans is still going to be fucking Captain America, visiting sick kids for years. They redid Blade pretty recently, didn't they? They're going to. They're, it's got the one guy from, uh, shoot, uh, what is he in? Yeah, it's Maharshala Ali. Yeah, Maharshala Ali. Yeah, he was, he was the uh, bad guy in... The Luke Cage TV show. He played uh, oh. Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes. And now he's going to play Blade in the movies because the <laughs> Luke Cage show may or may not be canon because it was on Netflix. All right. Yeah. Well, he and, he, and most famously, he was in Green Book. Was he in Green Book or was he in Moonlight? I can't remember. He was in, he was, he was in both. Yeah, okay. He was also in Elite Battle Angel, which was not a good movie. Actually, I, yeah, crazy enough, he won Best Supporting Actor in both Moonlight and Green Book. He, you know what? That's He's the thought. reason why Green Book has a best, like a best um, film Academy Award. It's him. He's the yeah, only well, reason. Ego Mortison didn't exactly give yeah, it. Yeah, and the farm <laughs> just sloppily eating chicken, a uh, fried chicken from the front seat of a fucking coop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, the Academy fucked up. You know what? We don't give the Farley brothers, or in this case, a Farley brother, an Academy Award. All right. Like that was, that's on the Academy. All right. We can't they, do it now. You know, they, they get, they had good comedies in the 80s or the 90s. They, you know, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, there's something about Mary. 
you know, I I don't hate Shallow Hell. I think Shallow Hell's you know not it, bad. It's it has it's fun. A it's fun. I I'm a big fan of a movie I grew up loving called Stuck on You, which is the um, Matt Damon, Greg Kinnear, uh, they play conjoined twins movie. I've never heard of that. I've heard of that. They played it on Comedy Central. I had that on oh, VHS. I heard of it. <laughs> I had that on VHS because it was like one of the few movies that like my mom had on VHS. And I just remember watching that movie, I don't know, like 20 or 30 times. Like I've seen that movie so much. And I don't know why. I don't know why I saw it so much. I don't know why as a kid I loved it so much. You know, like I should have just told Adam Rifkin. I'm like, ah, I didn't watch Zoom. I was too busy watching Stuck on You on VHS. I'm going to read a, a viewer. Uh, no, you didn't even bring a segment to the table. Right? I was he's, going he's to, but right. now we're kind of out of time. No, I we're not out of time. We have I'm so going to bring the segment. I had, a, I had a game show ready. I'll Do have it. it ready next time. No, I don't I'll believe have it. I have so another segment. I, I kind of got to be somewhere. Uh, exactly. To, we got to wrap nut. this up. I'm going to put in the submission. <laughs> I really need to come. He's <laughs> like he just needs to come, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of come, here's the here's a question uh, from a listener who'd like to be addressed as Frankie with an I E. Tell Magnum think. Hey, hey, sign fuckers! Like eight or nine exclamation points. That's a lot. Uh, I've got a question for you. Are you allowed to come on Christmas? I was in come was in all capitals. Uh, jerk off or by sex? My girlfriend friend says no, my girlfriend says no, but my best friend Brad says yes. I'd love to know your guys' thoughts on this. Have you come on Christmas? Have you come? Oh God, uh, is it a sin? Let, let me let me lead this off here, okay? And the song he suggests is "White Christmas" by Bing Crosby. I am the <laughs> I am the practicing resident Christian here, and uh, I must say, it is a sin. A it is better to come in a whore than on the floor. That's just a little mnemonic device that they teach you. I don't think they teach you that. It's a little pneumatic device. Uh, <laughs> the pneumatic device. Yeah, it's a pneumatic device. <laughs> and um, it's also twice as evil to come on Christmas because that's when Jesus is watching you the closest. And, Why would, uh, shouldn't Jesus be getting turnt for his birthday? No. So instead, he's watching you, and if you come and he sees you, then that's that's some pretty bad luck, and you're gonna have to probably deal with the consequences of your actions in the form of like some sort of anti curse if you know a powerful enough spell. And of course, he, I don't is think this is Christianity, Jesus. Harper. Huh? Anyway, so yeah, it's twice as sinful. Coming in your girlfriend, maybe one and a half. I'm gonna say one and a half. Coming at all is very bad, but like. It's not by yourself, and it's if it's for the purpose of procreation, fine. If it's in your husband or wife, technically, I'm supposed to tell you that there's a split, but there's not. It's uh, probably going to be like a 0.5 multiplier instead of a one. I love this <laughs> math system. You've come up for the amount of sin there is. From I, I've made several observations. Okay, there's a streak factor as well. Like a if you streak. spent the 12, so if I've come every single day for all of December and I do it on Christmas, is that like a times 30 combo? It's a bonus? times 30 multiplier. Do I just like yeah, I like uh, Mortal Kombat? Is just, do I get points? Just like you go to hell. <laughs> If you masturbate every day from now up to Christmas, God just might smite you where you stand. <laughs> I 
just heart explodes. You know, like what if it's like the twelve days of Christmas thing, but like you know, like and my but my true love gave me uh, an orgasm. Is that okay? On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a coming over her face. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we tried. Gave to me. I tried. Uh, I tried. Yeah, and over the pants hand job. <laughs> that sounds fucking. Six awful. plumpkins blowing. <laughs> You seen that girl that can suck dudes through their fucking pants pockets? What? What? She, no. She's, a, she's talking. It's like some street interviewer. He's talking to this woman. <laughs> street interview. Yeah. Did she show it? Was it, was yeah, it on camera? Like, How's your last relationship go? She's like, um, bad because he said I was too much for him. Like I was too dirty for him. And he's just like, damn, Shorty, why do you say that? And she's like, well, I sucked his dick through his pocket once. <laughs> Damn, you are bad. Like, first of all, Jesus, she did 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 uh, get this girl's number. <laughs> yeah, what's her at? What's her at? Yeah, she got an Instagram. Uh, yeah, if you suck your boyfriend's dick through his pocket at Christmas Day, that that is a straight ticket. To yeah, have. that's like a six timer. Yeah, that's, that's a like six. a time six. Malcolm didn't even have to think about it. He's like, I'm not even practicing. That's, yeah, that's I don't practice. Up. I haven't, you know. I'm still I've, going I'm, to hell. I'm, you know, like, but yeah. Do you think, J, do you think uh, JC Jade Hisdy? What? Jesus Christ jerked off. <laughs> oh, he is probably like the last person in the world who would have had to jerk off, right? Yeah, because I guess he did surround himself with whores. Do you think if he, if he jerked off, he like chose to do it and he like was very angry while doing it. He was just like, no, I told you I'm fine. You know, it's, it's the reason why he was washing all those pilgrims' feet. He had a he was a he was a bit of a Tarantino kind of guy. Boy, we're gonna have some apologizing to do this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I got some Hail Marys to to put in my back pocket. Robert, I'm gonna be on the other side of that lattice door. It's <laughs> like, hello, Robert. Oh no! And I like try the door and it's locked. You, you say like, and I guess. Uh, if I had to call it something, I would have called it wrath, wrath and lust. And then I slide the, the blinder back and I'm just like, what about this week's episode? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's probably especially if like because it's Christmas time, you're going to have a lot of family around. I don't think it's like like it's already hard to jerk off when you have like roommates and people you live with doing that on Christmas is just like really mm, it's, it's not kosher. It only only races say that stuff. Anyway, welcome. Uh, your opinion on whether it's a sin or not? I'm coming on Christmas. You live alone. You have to. You have to preface. Yeah, I live alone. Assume you did. And I'm. I don't practice. But I don't think I've ever come on Christmas. I've never. Like I feel like it is that day where you know I. I, where you I don't know if come. I would feel guilty. You, I just feel like I'm. You just have too much day. going on. Yeah, like if there's any day to say. Stay with a little, you know, have a little in the tank for, you know, the next day, Boxing Day up here in Canada. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'll, you, you know, can come on Boxing Day. That's I can come on Boxing Day. I can come on St. Patrick's Day. I can come on, you know, Juneteenth. <laughs> you should not come on St. Patrick's Day. I was at your day. apartment on St. Patrick's Day this year. <laughs> I said I can. I didn't say I did that this year. But no, I said, when Robert's okay. over, you should. <laughs> you know, yeah, I stayed... I didn't. I didn't jerk off while you were here. So I had an issue with my bank, so I couldn't like pull out any money to go drinking that night too. So if I had drank too much and I was like passed on your couch, anything could have happened. Well, I've not. Anything. Do that. I can see Robert jerking his cock in a in a drunken stupor. Sorry, fellas. 
Sorry. Uh, uh, I guess the answering the question, have you come on Christmas? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. 100%. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I, probably, I definitely have. You know, I was I was a teenager. I was home alone last Christmas. I, I came on Christmas. And yes, I did get on my knees later and apologize for it. <laughs> Absolutely. You're like, you're like, I didn't. I should have. I did not. I apologize to did my you, savior. Could you come on Christmas Eve, specifically in the night, like like before, after you have returned from mass, but before you wake up for like? No. And see, no, yeah, no, you kind of like your a mom stickler. always tell you: if you have to sneak, it's wrong. Come in the middle of the night. Listen, I can't help it when I have some communion wine and I'm feeling a little frisky. A little frisky. When did you get communion wine on Christmas Eve? Because you went to the Christmas Eve service like a good Christian. Christmas mass has alcohol. I went to um, does, sure. I went to like a Christmas Eve. My mm-hmm. grandma used to like always sing in the choir, even though I went to go and I was going to have some of the wine because I was like, this is when I was like maybe 16. And then my stepdad at the time was like looked at me and was like, you can't drink that. You're not Catholic. And I go, I, who gives a shit? <laughs> like I was like, the Lord gives a shit, Malcolm. Yeah. The Lord cares if you come with a burden conscious and share of his meal. What did he say, Malcolm? What did he say? You know, no, I, no, 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 no. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Come on, Malcolm. Shed for you and for all people it. for the forgiveness of sin. Come on, Malcolm. You um, know the words. I'm here to freestyle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need rapping Jesus. We do not need rapping Jesus. My flock is big and it keeps getting bigger. bigger. No, no, no. <laughs> Guess who? That's right. It's me. Author of No Country for Old Men, Cormac McCarthy. Boy, howdy. Have the fans ever been clamoring to hear another one of my patented opinions on the Seinfuck podcast? Press next to hear another banger thought. I just want to say to Malcolm, from one writer to another, keep doing what you're doing, brother. Robert, you could learn a thing or two from this modern-day Michelangelo of the pen.